Hello and welcome to episode 88 of the Football Index Club daily podcast. As always, I am going to be sharing my thoughts on what's happening in the market today, going over the rises and fallers quite briefly, and just talking about anything else which I think may be of interest to yourselves or is at least interest to me today. And hopefully it is interesting to yourselves as well if you are listening today. And so... Well, of course, you are listening if you are hearing my words. That was a really stupid thing to say in hindsight. Anyway, I am going to carry on. Um, we have Jude Bellingham up 28p to £4.94. Um, so that's been the biggest rise today by quite a long way. And there's quite a few reasons for that. I think Jaden Sancho's price rising so much has certainly influenced Bellingham's price because when someone asks who's going to be the next Jaden Sancho, you would have to say Jude Bellingham is probably the only answer you can maybe give at this point because he's the only other young English player gaining links to Manchester United right now, I suppose. Um, And he is only 16. As far as I'm aware, there isn't many... I can't think of any other young English players um, at 16 years old um, on the platform Certainly no one playing as regularly for a team in the Championship or at a higher level than um, Jude Bellingham. And of course, no one gaining big transfer links to Manchester United and actually hitting some decent media scores. So Bellingham um, has the potential to go on, of course, to have a huge career. And I think buying him now could be a great move for a longer term and also a short term hold because he has got a decent chance of earning media dividends over the next few weeks and months as these transfer links to Manchester United persist. He's currently fourth as I speak. He may edge into that top three spot as well. And with media opening up to five places, you would probably expect him to earn media dividends over the next few weeks. Um, apparently, there's a bit of a transfer battle going on between Man United, Chelsea, Dortmund. Liverpool, they're the teams that look interested in him. And he has played really well for Birmingham. Um, My sister's boyfriend's a Birmingham fan. Um, And I asked him about Bellingham the other week and he said that he's been um, one of their very best players. Well, he said that um, he's been like their best player. I'm not sure how accurate that is. That's just like the opinion of one person. I tend to often ask friends or friends or um well mostly my own friends you know how uh, how they find certain players if they are going to watch those games often and I do find that quite useful just in general and also it's just nice to really have that conversation with fans and people um because it can be useful for me in terms of football index and also it's just quite interesting really um, so yeah I mean Bellingham huge talent and I'm not surprised to see his price rise so much I would say it's a weird one, really, because you could argue for him being one of the riskiest holds on the platform, given how unproven he is relative relative to how high-priced he is and also the fact that he's probably unlikely to earn matchday dividends over the next few years. You wouldn't imagine he's going to get too many opportunities in the first team if he does go to Man United. Um, maybe the occasional game coming off the bench. He has played so consistently in the Championship, though, so... I guess he's probably going to be aiming to play at least a fair bit here and there. Um, But then on the other hand, you could say he's one of the least risky players because 
in three years' time, if Football Index grows as much as I think most of us on the index right now are hoping and kind of expecting it to grow, Jude Bellingham is going to be one of the very few players on the platform um, that's still only 19 English with such a high price, potential price ceiling um, that's on the platform now. And so in three years' time, players might... Um, that are much worse than Jude Bellingham, maybe getting IPO'd at £5. We really don't know what's going to happen in three years' time because we don't know how much the dividends are going to increase. We don't know which country's football index is going to be. We don't know what... Um, we just don't really know what lies ahead. So there's quite a lot of uncertainty in buying Bellingham for a longer-term hold, but I think most people are just buying him for short-term media dividends and all of the potential that he has so it is quite an interesting hold. Um, he's at a huge price now for a player who was playing in the championship. And people are saying, I've seen a few tweets, um, which I personally disagree with, saying Bellingham is going to be this good. Um, but personally, even though he's playing in the championship and he seems to be doing well, I haven't seen much of him myself, so maybe I can't judge. But I still don't really think you can say how good Bellingham is going to be just yet because he is... He's young, but I don't really think that's the point. I think the point is he's playing in the championship and that is a complete different level to the Premier League. And so we can't really compare him to players like Jadon Sancho yet, in my opinion. Jadon Sancho is just over twice the price of Bellingham, but I would argue Jadon Sancho is probably four or five times more likely to go on to earn plenty of match day dividends throughout his career. So if I was to so if someone was to ask me who do I think is better value, I would definitely say Jaden Sancho without a shadow of a doubt. But I think people are buying Bellingham because they are sort of hoping and expecting in a way maybe for Bellingham to go on the same sort of career path that Jaden Sancho has and increase up to that huge amount over the next few years. Um, so there's been a lot of speculation there, uh, but I don't really think we can quite judge how good he is going to be just yet. Despite gaining all of these transfer links, I think English players in general, young ones, are often really hyped up. Um, and it's not like he's been like world-class in the championship. It's not like he's a... Uh, being as good as, I don't know, Eberechi Eze, Saeed Benrahma, or someone who's absolutely uh, lit up the championship with a huge amount of goals and assists and standing out significantly in every game. Though, as I say, I can't really be the best judge of this as I haven't seen him much myself. Sounds like he's been really good for Birmingham. Um, but again, they're not you know the best team in the championship either. Um, anyway, moving on, enough about Jude Bellingham and my thoughts on him. Um, I think my overall conclusion on that is is quite a risky hold at this point, given how unproven he is and his price really could go in either direction in the short term. Probably a good hold, though, given his potential to earn media dividends. Um, anyway, then we have Ryan Cherky up 10p, another player who's got huge potential. Um, I have seen a bit more of him in games that I've watched uh, when he's sort of featured for Leon and he has looked exceptional. Um, he's more of a attacking winger. He's got more goals at youth level, whereas I think Bellingham, he can play on the wing, but um, I think Bellingham plays more centrally and I don't think he's as likely to 
hit such a high potential as Ryan Cherky. Um, that's just my opinion. But I think the difference there is Cherky's a lot less likely to earn media dividends, especially in the short term. And he's not playing as consistently. So I think if Cherky was in the championship, then he probably would stand out just as much as Bellingham. But there's a huge difference there. And I think at this stage, Bellingham probably is the better holdout of the two because he's more likely to earn media dividends. But longer term, I would definitely put a bet on Cherky having a better career. Again, this kind of just goes completely against what I've just said because I'm just judging 16-year-olds who are kind of unproven still. So um, I'm not really sure why I commented on that too much. But uh, basically, Jerky's gone up anyway because he's been linked to a few teams, including Real Madrid and Man United. So there is a slim chance of him earning media dividends, although I think that's quite unlikely as I suppose the wider football population and journalists don't really know as much about Turkey as they do Bellingham with Turkey playing abroad. And then there's quite a few players who have risen in price just due to being young quality talents. So you've got Kylian Mbappe, Phil Foden, Renato Sanchez, Nicolo Zaniolo, Osman Dembele, Theo Hernandez, Marcus Rashford, all up 7p. All players who I do think have huge potential for the future. And then there's a few more players up as well. Dybala, Stengs, Fakir, Memphis Depay, Nkunku, David Brooks. Plenty of rises today. We are really seeing the markets pick up again, which is fantastic to see. And it really does show how impressive, how secure, and how much confidence um, traders have in the market in particular. And I think it really proves how stable Football Index is going to be now for the future because... I'd say it's extremely unlikely that we will ever be hit by such a significant external event as big as the coronavirus. It's almost certain, you'd say, that football will not be cancelled again for a long period of time over the next 10 years. Statistically, has there ever been a time when football's been cancelled before? I don't think there has been in my lifetime anyway. So I think if Football Index can sort of and brave this storm, get through the other side and actually come out with the footy increasing. The footy's up 997 points today to 155,642. So that's the peak there. So it's higher now than what it was before the coronavirus really hit and started influencing England and UK and Ireland as much as it has. So with that being said, I think that, gives a lot of traders a lot of confidence in the market. And maybe some big whales will come in and start buying into players and actually really give the product a go because they may see this as sort of football index passing a test. And it has, if it can get through the coronavirus, then you'd think it can get through anything now. Um, so yeah, it's fantastic. It's a fantastic time. And you'd kind of only just, you'd just expect players to continue rising now. I don't really think we'll see strong PB players rise that much over the next few weeks. But I do think there will be a time when they those players start to rise more. And we are already seeing that a little bit more um, in the recent in recent days. Amine Harrit up 5p. He's a player who I've been following closely. Uh, but anyway, on to the squad players then. Max Ents, Max Ents, Jesus Christ. I um, had a nightmare of that one. Max Ents, 
Kakaret um, at Lyon is up 11p to £1.33 and Hamed Junior Traore is up 6p. Both young players getting a bit of game time um, for their respective sides and quite a few other young players are on the rise. Amine Guerreri is up, Patsindaka, uh, Denis Zakaria continues to get transfer links. He's up a little bit more as well. But overall, my general sort of thoughts on the market then is people are still chasing huge rises. Seeing players like Jaden Sancho rise enormous amounts recently is maybe leading to a bit of fear of missing out in players like Jude Bellingham in case he does end up gaining, earning some media dividends over the next few days. Say Jude Bellingham earns 10p in dividends tomorrow. You probably see a 50, 60p price rise in him. Um, I think that's quite unlikely. But you never know. And that's what's really driving the market at the moment. It's just players earning media dividends. And I think the younger, the better as well. Today, Paul Pogba is top of the media rankings. So that's a huge dividend return coming in for me again tomorrow, which I am buzzing about. I'm quite happy just sitting on my Paul Pogba's and Bruno Fernandes. Maybe not the best trade I've made, but it's quite an interesting one. And it's just kept things ticking over for me, which has been quite nice during this dry period of no football going on and in terms of the website for anyone listening as well i i will probably aim to get another transfer blog out um the last transfer blog's gone down really well i think it's probably been the most um i've probably gained the most positive feedback about that blog than any blog i've posted in a while actually um or since i can remember with plenty of members actually messaging me directly saying that it was a good blog and uh and a lot of those players have actually risen as well since, um, as I've said, we've had Saeed Benrahma rise quite a bit. Calvin Stengs is up further. Um, and Maxime Lopez as well. So that's three out of the eight players already rising, rising fair amounts since those players were highlighted. So I think I will certainly go ahead and highlight some more transfer targets as those players tend to be the players rising the most, especially young transfer targets who are likely to rise longer term, whether they gain those transfer links in the short term or not. So that's about it for today. Um, I hope you have enjoyed listening. Um, one final thing actually is I have almost finished updating the player reviews database for anyone listening the player youth database now includes um around 30 potential ipos coming onto the market so some cracking players there geo rayner and um, what's his name kimoko um that uh dembele at celtic plenty of other players there so new player profiles onto the youth database around 30 new players. And when there is an IPO um, announcement, I will be sending a blog out, including the players, so people can get a bit of extra information on those players. They don't have to research them themselves because they will all be in one player profile. And Football Index Club will be the only place which does offer player profiles on exclusive Football Index IPOs, which can be a good bit of insight into the player um, explaining the reasons why they could maybe rise or fall and hopefully that will be useful as well so that's it for today and um, if you do have any questions or you want to give me some feedback it's at the index club on twitter or just drop me an email if you do have it um, which most people will do if you are a member on football index club so thanks again for listening i hope you've enjoyed the lesson uh episode lesson listen yeah listen um i'm just gonna shut up now good night have a great weekend and we'll see you again tomorrow